Yo, what up, every what is up, everybody? Welcome to the Art of Human podcast, a podcast dedicated to discussing the essence of being a happy, healthy human being via perspective and knowledge from human beings of all walks of life. Damn, guys, can you tell that I've been practicing my freestyling? <laughs> no, but that was fun. Um, but yeah, guys, today I want to talk about about the subconscious mind let's just get straight to it i'm gonna talk about the subconscious mind and how it can bring happiness to your life and how it's brought happiness to my life and not just happiness but it's just made me into a more well-rounded human being that's just more adaptable that's more basically i've gotten rid of a lot of the negative thoughts that was in the back of my mind like we've all experienced having those negative thoughts in the back of your mind telling you that you can't do it maybe making you think cynically of somebody else it's just a lot of shit just in the background and it's it it just happens effortlessly these voices in the back of your mind they just happen like and you're not even trying to think about them like it's not your conscious mind so it's like what is it and it's like it's your subconscious and guys just to roll into it i kind of had some structure laid out for this podcast but I'm not really vibing with this. So let's just free flow this thing. So the subconscious, like I just mentioned, you know, you have these negative um, ideas in the back of your mind, these negative voices telling you that you can't or maybe telling you that these people are not good or, you know, you see the negative in the world more than any type of positivity. A lot of times these negative voices were instilled into us from external sources via parents, via other family members, via friends, via teachers, via mentors. Anytime someone tells you that you can't and you really resonate with that, and let's say you were a small child and and you probably cried from that, from someone telling you that you can't, when you combine emotion with negative affirmation, that's the perfect ingredient to instill a belief into your subconscious because your subconscious operates through emotion. It's the illogical part of the mind and so it has tremendous power but it's but it's um it's illogical and it's not smart like the conscious mind the conscious mind operates on logic and things of that sort so when you're a little kid and you don't have too much consciousness you essentially don't have a filter to say hey you know what that's not true about me and so you can't kind of deny that negativity from being instilled into you especially you know depending on the context of your situation maybe you don't you didn't have any positive support or you didn't have that much love given to you so you're really susceptible for all the negativity but yeah so that's that's a really fundamental point that I wanted to make during this podcast is that these negative thoughts these negative behaviors they're not actually who you are they are what's been put inside of you because we, I think all of us can be like, you know what? Like, I know what's wrong. I know what's what I should be doing. I know that I can do it. But these these affirmations, these negative thoughts just overpower your consciousness. Because consciously, you know what you need to do. You've seen like, you've seen like, yeah, I can do it. But then those those negative thoughts come back and it overpowers everything. Which is why... One fundamental thing which I've learned and um, a lot of the information that I'm talking about today from about the subconscious comes from this book called The Genie Within by Harry W. Carpenter. I've mentioned this book plenty of times on the podcast, but one of the things that this book mentions is that, man, I'm drawing blank, but one of the things that this book does mention is that your subconscious, because it has an infinite capacity for memories, 
you could never actually erase the negative affirmations or negative ideas that's been instilled into you, but you can overpower those that negativity with positivity. So for instance, all these negative affirmations that have been instilled inside of you from a young age, you can't just say, we don't have like a refresh button to just say, let me erase all that, right? But what we can do using our conscious mind, understanding that these negative thoughts aren't ours, we can then go in and instill positive affirmation into our brain. And it's at, from my experience, because I've been practicing this for the last four or five months, sometimes you don't, because in order to instill something positive, it's positive affirmation. I am kind. I am compassionate. I am strong. I am healthy. I am happy. But sometimes saying these things, they may feel, they may feel too, it may not feel right in that moment. If you're in a real negative place and you don't feel well, saying I am happy, although that is a positive affirmation, it may seem too unrealistic to where it would make you feel even worse, right? Because you're like, I'm not even happy and I'm sitting here telling myself I'm happy because that's how sad I am, right? And you don't want to go through that. So you shouldn't necessarily start saying these positive affirmations until you feel a level of confidence within it and you feel a peace of mind with it. So from my experience, it's always good to just let things out. Whatever's on your mind, negative, positive, you know, neutral, you know, this and that. It doesn't matter what it is. Get used to just writing whatever is on your mind onto a piece of paper, creating poetry, creating music. Um, even if it's through painting, through drawing, let out those emotions that you have in here, even if they're negative, that's totally fine. You get out that negativity and then once you get it out, you can kind of reflect on it. But just that alone to just get out the negativity, it's a very therapeutic experience. You're getting out all this emotional tension, which has cultivated into physical tension via cortisol and literally your muscles just kind of tightening up and your chest getting super tight and having shortness of breath by getting these things out making them tangible instead of just thoughts it really alleviates a lot of stress and on the physical side it really will help alleviate you physically this is all based off of my life experience and actually i've observed it because as i've mentioned before in the podcast i did used to work at an eating disorder clinic so i, I observed a lot of this a lot of these concepts that I'm talking about here, I saw them happen while I was working at the eating disorder clinic through the therapist and through all the exercises that the patients had to do in order to get better. <clears throat> and the reason I was saying earlier about instilling positive affirmation and saying, I am blank, I am strong, I am healthy. Fun fact, the reason you say I am blank and you say it in the present moment is because the subconscious, like I've mentioned earlier, it's kind of illogical. It's not as intelligent as the conscious mind. So you need to communicate communicate to your subconscious in a particular way. And that particular way happens to be in the present tense. I cannot tell my subconscious, I will feel happy. I will feel happy because, you're, because your subconscious only operates in the present tense to say, I will be for the subconscious is basically saying never. I'm never going to be that because the subconscious only knows the now. So if you tell your subconscious, I am strong, it perceives that and your subconscious, this effortless supercomputer that's always calculated in the background 
will do everything in its power to make you a stronger you. And you don't have to do anything about it. Once you say it, you keep repeating these positive affirmations. Your subconscious, that supercomputer, your genie, will start to work on how can I make myself that particular thing. I am strong. All right. Well, if I am strong, then I'm going to start doing all the micro calculations possible to make myself strong. And um, from my experience, it's actually a very interesting process because all of a sudden you'll notice yourself doing things that you didn't do before and you feel really good about it. And it happens so natural that it just kind of blows your mind. Like, for instance, for myself, I, I did a, I've done it now sometimes where I say, like, I am kind, I am compassionate. And strangely enough, I start to be more of those things without me putting any conscious uh, thought into it. It's a really interesting um, lifestyle because a lot of times we've been taught to be to be pessimistic, to be cynical, to be negative and to maybe want to hold on to things, especially if you've grown up in the United States. You know, we live in a capitalistic country. You know, a lot of people have the ideology of like wanting to grab onto things and and. And being kind of stingy and being, you know, very like tight about what you got. But I never found happiness in living that kind of lifestyle. And I knew that I wanted to be compassionate and kind and have more of a connection with my fellow humans. So one of the positive affirmations that I started to tell myself is that I am kind. I am compassionate. Right. Because I know at the core I am. But I know that there's a lot of things I can do to work on it. And for whatever reason, I, I was instilled with this ideology of wanting to grab onto things for whatever reason. And so I wanted to change that because I knew I wasn't happy and it wasn't really who I was. I knew inside that I was a compassionate person and that I'm a person that that likes to have love and all those things. But for whatever reason, through past experiences and I was made into a more cynical person, into a person who was more stingy, more selfish and... But it's okay because that that's not me per se. Like I was saying earlier, like these negative things that you do, these negative habits, it's not actually you, right? It's what's been instilled into your subconscious, a supercomputer, and then now you've always seen the world in this fashion. But it's wonderful because our brain is so malleable that you can change it. The same way that I might be 150 pounds today, and not have too much muscle mass, if I go and hit the gym and I stay consistent, you look at me a year later, I might be 20 pounds heavier and you'll be like, holy shit. You know, it's the same thing with your mental state. You can't physically see it the same way you're physical. You're physical. I go to the gym for six months. You're going to see a big difference. I might look a bit bigger. I might look leaner. You can see a change in my body composition with the mind. You may perceive it as being more abstract because you can't actually see you can't physically see it consciously see the differences but definitely you can feel the difference when you change when your mentality changes and you go hang around with people from my experience you not only do you feel different but people perceive you differently than you did than the way you were before so although physically you may not appear differently which I think you might actually appear a bit differently. You might be smiling a little bit more. You might, I don't know, your, your skin might look a little healthier because the, the mental and the physical are very connected. But um, it's a very incredible thing. 
And I wanted to bring awareness to the con- this concept because if you lack awareness with regard to this concept and you're not aware that a lot of these habits and processes that happen in the background are not actually permanently you and that they've been instilled into you from a person, a TV ad, you know, through social media, you know, this is all going into our brain. So when you recognize that it's not you, then you could start making the conscious effort, which is the master of the of the subconscious, the genie. You can now put the conscious effort to overpower that negativity that's been instilled inside of you. And everybody's at a different stage in their life, I feel like, you know. Some people may and may be in such a bad place where they really need to go to therapy and they they're going to, you know, you're going to cry a lot, you're going to suffer and it's not an easy process. But you have to go through those moments to let go of all the tension that you've put on your shoulders, to let go of all the ideology that's ever composed you. You know, that's why I'm such a big fan of Bruce Lee. You know, be formless, be like water. You put water into a cup, it becomes a cup. Put water into a teacup, it becomes a teacup. Now water can flow or it can crash. Be water, my friend. When you attain a certain level of peace of mind, then you become adaptable. And being adaptable like water makes you extremely resilient to the adversities of life. And I feel that when you extract that negativity, or not so much extract because you can't erase the negativity that's ever happened in your life, but when you instill positivity and layer positivity over all that negativity and add self-love and confidence and self-belief, then all that negativity, it starts to to dissipate it's still there it's still there but that positivity will override that so that you don't even you don't even necessarily that negativity doesn't actually influence you and if anything you still know that negativity is there so you can use that to empower yourself and other people if you've gone through a tough life and you have a lot of negative experiences you can then go back and reference to that and see the development and progression that you've had and use that, those negative experiences and transform them into something positive. Because a lot of people are suffering. We're, a lot of us suffer in very similar ways. We think, well, we all live life differently. But the same way that there's a lot of, there's differences in the world, there's a lot of similarities. It's that yin and yang concept, the, the you know, the dark and light. We can all, there's a lot of relation between a lot of us. So whatever type of difficulty you had in your life, you can flip that and show people who also went through the same shit and say, hey, you know what? I did this and I was able to persevere past that. Like, I have faith in you. Like, you can do it too. Like, I am not a, I am not anything more than you. You have the capacity to do it. And I believe in you and I, I support you and here's everything that I did and this is how I felt and this is what I did to persevere through that stage of my life and you you express it through emotion and in a way that's kind of what I'm doing right I'm talking about how I use these concepts to help myself be happier because I used to have a lot of cynical thoughts and so hopefully by me sharing this sharing my life experience and talking about it can be motivation for people who listen to this and show you like it's possible it's possible it's totally possible um so 
those that's really like the primary juice of, of what I want to talk about. And I'm, I'm really happy I kind of didn't go the structured way I had planned because I kind of feel like it wasn't going to be as candid. It wasn't going to be as authentic. And um, let's see. I feel like there's definitely still some more stuff I can talk about. Oh, okay. This is this is probably one of the last things I'll talk about. Just I don't want to overwhelm you guys, but hopefully the content that I've been talking about right now or the, the ideas have been good. But one thing with regard to, because I know I've mentioned already that you can overlayer that negativity, those negative affirmations with positivity, which one way is, is actually writing down, I am strong, I am healthy, writing down and all these things, saying them, visualizing what it would be for you. I, like if I say I am strong, I could close my eyes and visualize myself strong, like mo- a mo- visualize a moment in your life when you felt strong or visualize something that looks to what you feel is strong, you know, whether that means just like stability, a smile, like a superhero, like whatever it is that you feel is strong, you visualize that and you say, I am strong and you visualize that. The more, the more visuals, the more, the more information that you can, that you can instill with that affirmation, the better. I am healthy. I can visualize whatever it is that I feel is healthy, whether it's Superman, whether it's just me being in a peaceful state of mind and and just being very relaxed, or maybe you know someone like I like Bruce Lee, so I can visualize some things about Bruce Lee, and I can say I am healthy. I don't know when I think I am healthy, I can envision myself in a meditative pose and just very calm and chill. That's what I see as I am healthy, a peace of mind. So I visualize myself meditating with a clear peace of mind and looking very calm so that's one extra extra thing with regard to that when you do these positive affirmations add as much um, emotion and visuals as you can you know whether it's sound if it's a picture whatever you want to visualize and when you say it the more emotion you can have positive emotion with it then it it helps to instill it more and then you also have to be um, consistent with it but then the other thing, like I mentioned, some people may not feel comfortable just going straight into like, you know, same or writing positive affirmation. Maybe you just want to be journaling and just expressing everything on your mind because you have so much condensed um, like pressure and so much like tension. You just need to get it out. You don't need to add things to your palate. You just need to excrete. You need to get rid of what's inside of you. Um, the other thing is being conscious of this, that the 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 positive and negative things around you actually influence this subconscious then you want to be wary of what you spend your time doing you know if you if you notice that you spend a lot of time with certain people and all you do is just kind of talk smack and you're just kind of negative and pessimistic and you kind of your negativity just kind of you just keep throwing negativity back and forth and then that's how you find like that's what connects you you know, you, you become conscious of that and you say, this is not the life I want to live anymore. So I need to gravitate away from that negativity, from having these 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 toxic discussions and talking smack about people and, and you know, talking about these things. Instead, you start to gravitate away from that and start to talk to people who are more optimistic and start to listen to more optimistic people. Uh, for instance, you know, I like to listen to Gary Vee. Gary Vee, in my opinion, is one of the most optimistic, confident human beings. So I like to listen to him as a source of positivity 
And for me, he gives a lot of insightful content perspective, but it's just positive. Like, even though I've never met the guy, like through his videos and through everything he does, there's you feel the energy and it goes inside of you. And the things he said is it just instills self-belief. So you have to start gravitating away from the negativity and going towards more of the positivity, whether that's actually from, you know, getting away from people who are negative, maybe just stop listening to so much negative things and just start instilling more positivity. <clears throat> and this is actually a concept by Gary Vee. He says, you know, these negative people, these negative, these negative things, it might be your family, it might be a lifelong friend, it might be etc etc it doesn't mean that you have to say peace out i'm never gonna talk to you or see you again it could simply mean that i'm gonna spend less time if i used to go and visit my dad or my mom every three days or something like that maybe i'm going to go every week or every two weeks or maybe i used to talk to my mom every single day every single night and it was just never a good positive experience i'm gonna talk to her once a week now so it's just minimizing of course it's never i don't think life is good to go in absolute especially to make a huge switch it's always gradual change um yeah guys so that's kind of a lot of it i don't want to overload the plate but that's kind of a lot of the things that immediately came to mind regarding this subject I guess the last thing I want to talk about, because you might be wondering, like, or maybe you're not, you you might not be wondering, but something that, that I wanted to tell you guys is that when you communicate with your subconscious, um, what helps too is to be in a peaceful state of mind. It would be very hard for me to say I am strong while, you know, it's, it'd be very difficult to add these positive affirmations if i'm like driving and like i'm not focused and i'm like oh shit like you know what i'm saying like you gotta be in a you gotta be in a zen, in a zen state it really helps it really helps when it comes to saying these positive affirmations and to strengthening your subconscious it really helps to be in a zen state especially when you get to the stage of, of saying positive affirmation um so one key thing to know is the different wavelengths in which your brain operates and your book and the book talks about this if you ever get the book so there's four different brain waves brave wavelengths which are important and they're talked about in this book you have the beta state the beta state is alert and awake it's when you're driving it's when you're at school it's when you're it's when you're at work like you're usually you're the beta state alert and awake so like you're ready for to do multiple things at a time you're ready to do this. You're ready to do that. You hear the kids scream in the back. You got to go see that. You're alert alert and awake. The complete opposite end of the spectrum would be the delta. The delta is when you're asleep. You're basically unconscious. So you're not alert and awake. You're in a very meditative space. This is usually when you're having dreams. And this is basically when your subconscious is operating at a very high level. Because your conscious mind is not even operating. So that kind of shows you the, f the reference between the most alert and awake, the most conscious, and then the least conscious, which would be when you're asleep, the delta. So then there's four different brain wavelengths. So that was, the, that was the beta, alert and awake. The next one going down would be the alpha state. The alpha state, we've all been in it. We've, we all go through every one of these, these different 
these different states of mind because we all go to sleep and we all wake up. When you wake up, when you go to sleep, you have to go through every cycle because in order to fall asleep, you go into the delta. Your brain wave frequency had to have gone lower. So it went through the alpha, it goes through the theta, it goes to the delta. When you wake up, the same thing, you go from delta to theta to to alpha back to beta. So we all go through it, which is beautiful. It's not some it's not like some big thing that you need to train for years to conquer. We all go through the different states of mind. And so the alpha state is when you're kind of um if you've ever been like doing something like you might be like in a line, like let's say you're in the lunch line and you're just by yourself and then you might just like zone out like your eyes are looking in in a particular direction but you're not actually looking at the thing that you're looking at like you're actually just zoned out so that is you going into the alpha state also i this is my own personal philosophy from my own experience but that was that's like the alpha state but you're zoned out but then you could have the same similar thing where you're super um but you're in the flow you're um zoned in I consider that to be zoned out. But you could also do the opposite of being zoned out and be zoned in. So, for instance, you can juggle a soccer ball. And if you really get immersed into that activity of juggling the soccer ball and the only thing you're the only thing you're focused on is just juggling the ball and between each juggle, you don't your mind doesn't scatter. You really immerse in the moment. Then that's kind of the similar thing that that would also be like the alpha state of mind is when you're immersed in the moment, you don't perceive time. And you don't perceive yourself. So it kind of happens with both instances if you think about it. Like whenever you catch yourself like zoned out, like you kind of forget about your conscious self. You're really just zoned out into that imaginary place. And then same thing when you get fully immersed into doing an activity like juggling a soccer ball. You Nothing else exists in the world except that thing which you happen to be doing. So that's kind of like the alpha state. You're really zoned in or zoned out, but you, you're zoned into something. And you kind of, typically, you don't perceive time, you don't perceive yourself. Then the next one is the theta state. The theta state is a very is a very interesting state of mind because it's usually when you have these epiphanies. There's been, the book talks about it, there's been a lot of, and we all go through all these states. The theta state is usually when you have these these nice big epiphanies. For instance, like when you've been trying to figure something out and then, you kind of just stop because you caught, you know, you've been putting a lot of conscious effort to try to figure it out. And then all of a sudden, while you're just relaxing or just walking down to get a cup of water and you're really just kind of like, ah, fuck it. I'm not going to keep trying. All of a sudden, it's like, oh, shit. Like, I know what I have to do. And it comes to you without any actual conscious effort because, well, that's the subconscious for you. It's effortless and it happens in the background. And when you stop using so much conscious effort, you tend to have these these moments. And it's beautiful because there's actually been a lot of musicians, a lot of artists and things of that sort who have these theta moments and they have these really grand, um, these really grand like epiphanies where like there's been Beethoven and Mozart. They go in this, they go in this theta state and they literally compose and they literally had composed an entire song in that one epiphany and then they're able to write out the whole thing of course that's kind of like a higher level but it just shows that your supercomputer the subconscious is constantly making calculations 
And when you go into a deeper, more relaxed state of mind, a lot of times you have these epiphanies. Your, your supercomputer is literally, it's been recognizing different patterns and it's recognized this and that and it, all the knowledge and stuff that you've cultivated your whole life. And it just like computes this like wonderful program. And then when you're in that state, it just comes out and you're able to just express it into the real world. You know, that's why another example is there's there's been a lot of people who have have created certain things based off of an insightful moment that they had in their dream. Um, there's been quite a few of that. You can look at it, look into like the history books and stuff. A lot of the really cool inventions that have been created were actually thought about while this person was asleep because they're in the Delta space. Their supercomputer is just, it knows about all the, the things that you've been trying to solve in your life during the day. You know, if you're trying to like come up with this, this and that, and when you're asleep, your supercomputer is, is literally making sense of everything. And so sometimes there's been people who cultivate ideas and knowledge while they're asleep. And then when they wake up, they know exactly what they have to do. And all that frustration is like, oh, wow, like it was actually that simple. Um, but yeah, guys, and you can you can train yourself to be able to go into these meditative states. My my suggestions and things that have helped me a lot is having good posture um, learning about, you know, proper like shoulder placement. Um, also like, you know, cause there's, I don't want to get too deep into the whole posture thing, but you know, you can do your research on having good posture on having good breathing mechanics. Breathing mechanics is so essential, you know, breathing from the diaphragm and not just breathing, not just breathing from the chest, but actually utilizing your diaphragm, which is the muscle that covers your stomach, you know, using, learning how to use those muscle groups and learning how to properly breathe and learning how to have good mechanics i think it helps a lot because it allows you to have more dexterity or more control of um of your mind because i can do very high intensity breathing i can slow down my breathing i can give my body a lot of oxygen and it really it changes your mind state. If I were to do right now, I won't go too crazy, but as you can see, me doing that, it really just cleansed my mind. So you can do different exercises and also the posture thing helps a lot too because you have a lot more control of the intensity of yourself. And I've talked about the flow state concept a lot on the podcast, but what has you go into flow state or better yet, what has you, what has you, what has, what has you go into this alpha state is having the proper combination of intensity and, um, well, it's basically anxiety and difficulty so in this case when i do the intense more intense breathing i kind of increase the intensity and the anxiety in a way which is kind of like the level of focus that i have and i'm able to kind of immerse myself into this very like this flow state and yeah i don't want to get too crazy into it but if if those last two things kind of caught your attention just let me know send me a message on on taoh podcast on instagram or send me an email 
at theartofhumanpodcast at gmail.com. We're at 32 minutes. I don't like to make these solo run episodes too long. I usually kind of give a lot of information. I feel like I gave a lot of information. But it was a very candid, if this is a very enjoyable podcast. I had a lot of fun. So I hope you guys felt the, the energy. I hope you enjoyed. Um, yeah, guys. And if anybody ever wants to be on the podcast, like, please just shoot me an email. Theartofhumanpodcast at gmail.com. I really love to talk to people. I'm really, I, I'm, I'm getting to a point now where I prefer to like, I just really want to listen. You know, I talk a lot now. <laughs> just more throughout my day and I journal and things of that sort. So I want to listen, listen, listen. I'm I'm enjoying listening a lot more. So if you ever want to come on the podcast, remember this is perspective and knowledge from human beings of all walks of life. You don't need to be, you don't need to have a certain degree. You don't need to have a, you don't need anything. You just need to be yourself and you come on and you want to talk, talk about happiness, being healthy. I'd, I'd be so happy to do that. So please let me know. Um, like I said, if there's anything in particular during this podcast that you wanted to know more about or you wanted to like ask me a question, just feel free to shoot me a message. But those are just like my immediate thoughts and advice with regard to the subconscious mind and how it's benefited me and just different aspects. And I know that this was kind of all over the place, but for whatever reason, that felt the most natural. And I'm going to keep doing what feels natural because I think that'll be the most effective and fun thing for you guys. And, uh, yeah, you guys, thanks for tuning in to the Art of Human podcast. I hope that this information regarding the subconscious can benefit you to live a happier, healthy life as it has for me. And wherever, whenever you are tuning into this, I hope you have a blessed day. I hope you're having a blessed day. You can do it. You got this. I love you very much, my fellow human. I hope you have a good day. Peace. Peace.